Welcome to the first episode of Yours Truly. I am your host, E. This podcast will be my open letters about personal things, about transparency, about things I go through on a week-to-week basis, letters, things that I should have said that I haven't said yet. It's okay if you're listening to this and you probably feel like you have bad blood with me. If I was to say a scenario, I would never say your name because... What does that solve? And nine times out of ten, if we have a problem, you know of the problem also. Moving on. If this is your first time here, my name is E. Um, I'm from Washington, D.C. I'm a 20-something that's currently trying to figure this shit out and it's no walk in the park. So, I have ten episodes in a season. Shout out to Naya because... I didn't even think about doing seasons, but I realized it's a lot easier that way. I have 10 episodes in a season. Every episode is Dear Such, 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 Such. This episode is called Dear So. It's a letter to the things that I've never said out loud that I should have said a long time ago. So, here we go. Dear So. I am really apologetic for the things you went through in my early 20s out of fear and neglect. A lot of people got a lot of the things you love the most out of your need for them to be around. You subscribe to a lot of bullshit you didn't believe in because you just want to be Not you per se, but because ego just wanted to be a part of something. And as much as you took the back seat, I can see now you're fed up with my bullshit. So, as we move forward, I'm working on that. But as we always know, nothing's really ever done. So, this job of work is always going to be a process. And it's going to be times where you're just definitely going to be like this bitch. And I'm going to be like, shrugs. You know the Elmo shrug? So, that is something I wanted to get off my chest. I feel very small. I shrink myself a lot because I know who I am at the core and Bringing that to the forefront will put me in a light that I necessarily don't want. I live life like everybody else, but I'm extremely private no matter how much I just talk about it. Or, you know, I do my little post about it. It's only probably 20% of the story. I never say how something makes me feel. I just say the facts of what what happened. Granted, the facts make sense and you know they're very valid but I suppress my emotions because I'm such a perfectionist and emotions I can't control the reaction sometimes I'm very Mars dominant I'm fire dominant so when I feel emotions my first reaction is to do something of movement 
So if you piss me off nine times out of ten, I want to punch your face. If you make me sad, I want to cry. But I have this image of perfection. So a lot of people have this thought about me that um, I don't feel anything. Or when I tell people I suffer from depression, they be like, how? Like you smile and you joke every day. And I'm just like, but a bitch be sad because I can't. Even when I talk to my therapist, you know, good thing. She got a good bullshit reader because I will smile and joke through some of the most painful conversations. And that's something I'm working on because it doesn't serve me in the long run. A lot of the pent up things that I refuse to let my soul show has became physical illnesses. And I'm not... I'm not saying I'm too young for it, but it's really unnecessary at this point in my life. I am someone who is plus size. So a lot of the times I'm overly sexualized and that makes me extremely uncomfortable. I never say that it makes me uncomfortable because growing up as somebody plus size, any attention is better than, you know, no attention. So... If guys are interested in sex and I'm not interested in fucking, I'll entertain the idea of the possibility we may have sex. But in the back of my mind, I know that it's never going to happen. And that's more out of rejection because I I don't like... First of all, I'm terrified of men because they they have shown that they can't handle rejection. Well, if me rejecting you mean I might be six feet under... Yeah, I'm going to sit here and just play like I forgot about your text when I actually read it and was disgusted and I kept moving. Um, I would like to share more of my experiences with people outside of my circle. Um, a lot of people feel like they know me and then when they approach me on some energy, I just be like, Yeah, that's not it. But then I had to sit back and think, okay, so what did I output for them to think it's okay for me to approach me like this? Um, I'm really trying to, I'm not going to say, I'm honest about the basic shit. Like 99.9% of the day, I'm excruciatingly honest, but. I'd never say when people hurt my feelings because I don't like conflict. As aggressive as I am, I cannot stand conflict. And it's more go back to my perfection piece because reacting to conflict means I have to come out of character. So now I definitely got to whoop your ass because not only did you offend me, but you brought me out of character. And I've been around chaos my entire life. So, it's been really important to me to keep peace. I like peace. I love love and harmony. I'm a people pleaser. I don't want to say I'm a people pleaser, but my, but my ego needs to be needed by everybody. Or I have to be that go-to person for everybody. Or, or I just feel like worthless. Lately, I've been put in a position where I can't help people as much as I want to. And... It hurt my feelings because, you know, I like to say, you know, well, I helped her do such and such and such and 
my ego is pretty much taking a hit while my soul is like, okay, bitch, now we could do some shit that we want to do. I've found myself, you know, after doing some work, I love anything of beauty in, you know, fashion. I like interior design. I like um, reading. It's a lot of things that I feel like on a soul level I need to give my energy to. But because I've given so much to the physical world, it's not... It's not that much of a priority as it should be. Um, What was I about to say? Mm, Mind blank. But I feel that the risk of... I feel like if you do live on a soul level, whatever you lose was never there for you. I know a lot of us have passions and goals and there's a lot of things, you know... We don't do out of fear because it's just like, well, if I do, I risk X, Y, and Z. And if, you know, you lose those things, what's the probability you don't get them back? Like, if you lose anything right now, you can lose everything right now and you can have it all back in two weeks. Just depending on how things go. There's, like, nothing you can't lose that you can't get back unless it's, you know, your life. Then at that point, none of this shit really matters. <clears throat> I had a couple of realizations that this, ever since I've left undergrad, I've been walking mindlessly, you know, without purpose, without intention through these years. And now I'm looking at, we're walking into 2019 and I'm coming up on my Saturn return. I'm like, okay, bitch. So are we going into the storm on bullshit? Because we know who we are on the soul level and we know how our ego get. And basically our ego is going to take us down if we don't get shit together. So I was just like, okay. I'll do what I need to do to, you know, get through the storm, meditated, transparency came up and I was like, okay, cool. Then I was listening to Naya. She is the host of the Composition Podcast. Please go listen to that. And when I was listening to her, I was just like, oh, I miss doing my podcast. But it's just like, I was, you know, I'll do a couple of topics and I'll get bored because I wasn't being transparent enough. I have, you know, I'm someone who's, I, uh, excuse me, let's rewind. I'm very honest and I've been very, very honest in my development years. And I've seen people take that and use it against me. And I've never wanted to experience that pain again because that is someone as sensitive as I am. That is some life-shattering shit. And then it made me realize, well, sis, if it's the truth, then why aren't you comfortable with it? And how, like, why did that become a a weapon? That was me scratching. But, um, yeah. Why did that become a weapon? 
And it made me realize that because I've said the the somewhat of the truth, I never said the rest of it. Like, um, in this relation in this relationship, Jesus Christ, in this podcast or in the season alone, there's an episode called "Dear Lovers: Past, Present, and Futures," where I'm actually going to dive down the list of exes I have. And what I loved and what I disliked and what really put me in this place now to where I don't want to deal with men ever again. It's really painful to make that realization, but that's something I feel on a soul level. I feel like I'm too fragile for some of the bullshit that women encounter with on a day to day. I was telling a friend that I can't deal with infidelities anymore because I just might have my own episode of snapped because who I am as a person you know I feel that my sensitivity hinders a lot of people from being honest with me because you know they don't want to hurt my feelings but I'm someone if you lie to me now I gotta shoot you because you disrespected me you played with me when nine times out of ten if you're honest with me all I can do is respect the truth I treat a lot of people with that energy. That's why people don't understand why I get along with everybody. If you come to me in your most authentic self, if my soul recognizes your soul, I don't give a fuck how you are. But as long as you know you're respectful, you're working through the shit, I don't got no place to judge. It's nothing you can tell me about yourself. I'm like, oh, that's wrong. Oh, I'm going to be like, okay, sis, live your best life. Do whatever you want to do. I love you. That's all I'm going to say. If you act out of a way to intentionally hurt me, I have this strong, strong boundary that goes up. And I legit act like you don't exist. Granted, in some social settings, I might speak, but it's like you really disappeared in thin air. I really, I've had mental funerals for people because... We weren't aligned anymore and it was causing me problems because something that I'm working on is that when a conflict happens, if I don't resolve it in the way that I initially felt, then I relive that moment over and over and over. I've been reliving a moment since March constantly. To the point where my therapist was just like, I don't think it's safe for you two to be in the same space together. Because you're constantly replaying a situation that's, yes, it happens, but now that your emotions are so tied to it, what I feel might not actually be what really happened. Because I've I've been going over it so long and so long. And you know, your memories are tied to your emotions, so... I could have exaggerated some stuff. Some things to right now, what I think of the situation could be totally different to what actually happened. But it's just my emotions. I I get really sad because I realize on most days I'm extremely lonely, and I want to be a better friend, but better friends I want to be a better friend but it sucks that 
most of my friends I made in college and everybody's so far away. And then I'm someone who grew up the odd kid, the weird kid. I'm very quiet. If you know me, I rarely talk. And then I just talk all the time that I don't talk at all. It's like, okay, but my friends accept that. I always make them laugh. But it's really uncomfortable because all my friends have like day ones and friends they had before me. Whereas I went to college with no friends. So it was like starting over. So it gets really uncomfortable because I be like wanting to plan things with my friends. But I be like, shit, they got other friends. And you know, people got lives too. And I would hate to plan something. And like, you know, if your day one come up with a plan and your other friend got a plan, it's just like... Of course you're gonna play choose your day one and then I don't like those type of disappointments so usually which is why I'm a people pleaser because I will rearrange my entire birthday no matter what I want to do just for everybody to come because I feel like sometimes like I'm the I'm the the supportive friend but I'm also the friend you don't think of until you have a problem like when everybody wants me to be a therapist everybody knows my number i have my you know my core friends who where the conversation is mutual so you know we lean on each other then i have my friends who only knows me in a time of crisis so if you know anything about the curling miss or archetypes like archetypes however you say it it's a it's a type called the rescuer And that's pretty much what I am because there's not really a situation where you can't call me about where I don't have a solution to. And that's something I'm working through. It's been hard watching my friends fall to like, you know, watching life happen to them and be like, shit, I could have saved them. But then I realized some things people have to experience on their own. It's their own soul journey. So... Um, this episode probably be extremely short. I didn't write this initial episode down. Everything else out there, this is actually already written. I wish that forgiveness for self was a lot easier. You know, we have compassion and forgiveness for other people, but we rarely apply that to ourselves. I, you know, I forgive people. I move on from stuff at times. And then I'll beat myself up over something I did when I was 14. Applying ridiculous standards to myself as if I'm not human. Because I should quote unquote know better. And life constantly shows me that I know everything and I know nothing at the same time. I'm not too far from having something as a gut punch. As a lesson. I'm here for lessons and experience I hope that you know if my friends hear this and they got questions I'm free to talk about it I hope that people who you know is battling with their soul understand that you know putting living based on your soul just doesn't happen overnight it takes work it takes constant mindfulness 
and it's it, it's going to cost you some physical things. I'm not saying like health or anything, but it's going to cost you some people that don't align with you. It's going to cost you some habits you need to break. Hell, you might even need to check yourself into a rehab or something. Regardless of what your problem is, I, mean, I believe the payoff is well worth it because I would hate to reach my last days and be like, shit, I wish I would have, you know, did this or I wish I would have brought this out more. I am someone I always say, well, my friends always give me props on like how creative I am and I just be like, oh, it's nothing. I rarely talk my shit. And so I feel like one of my sole purposes is like I have to be confident in my arts and the things I do. So I've never said this to anyone out loud. I've written it. I've put it in my bios. I've, you know, I've prayed about it, but I am... Well, let's back it up as an introductory. I am E. I am a writer and a creator. I have intuitive gifts. I see, hear, and feel things on a constant basis. I have the beauty of transforming things over and over and over again. I am a full moon baby. I'm a daughter of two waters. And I am an extremely sensitive person who likes their space and really don't care for people who are living to please, not please other, but who living based on appearances. My soul is very gentle. I'm very shy. I feel words. Um, people not aware that words create vibrations. And I am I'm learning. That's that's pretty much the end of that. I'm learning. If I had a word of advice for anyone, I would say this month. As we close out 2018, there's a letter to her too because 2018 was, you know, a thing. That's the best way I can explain it, a thing. If, you know, if you could take this month and wrap up any loose ends, you know, make peace with whatever you can make peace with, whatever you can't make peace with, you know, something you have to work on. Um... A social media break during the holidays ain't that bad of an idea. I've never completed a social media break. I've had my friends take my, you know, my account and change the passwords. And I was just, I'm too, I'm too smart for my own good. But I recommend social media breaks. Um, if you can travel, travel. But I have my thoughts about that because I've been you know going to the stores and I'm very observant and I've been watching people behavior and it's like creepy shit happening so if you do travel please don't travel alone take a buddy hell take a gun because it's not it's not it's not all you know puppy kisses and rainbows out here um 
if you listen to my previous podcast, this was up. We did, you know, exercises from this book called Burn After Writing. I'm going to continue those on this podcast. I'm going to flip and flip and flip and flip. (sighs) Now, what should I do? So, we did the hardest choice I ever made ever had to make on the last episode of sis what's up and i never got back to share my answers so i guess i'll do that now so the hardest choice i ever had to make was to remove myself from my family like completely now granted physically i still live with them but emotionally like you know i fuck you know i fuck with the whole we share blood dna and all that other shit but they're an entire pile of toxic, not intoxicated, toxic shit, and I don't want nothing to do with it. My peace don't fuck with it. I don't vibe with them. I don't do low vibrations. I'm not the type of person. If you want to talk shit about the person, please make that per- make sure that person's present. When that person is present, don't be backsliding. That's all their rura shit they be on. I ain't with the shit. And then when I realized I'm a fully grown human being, I had the right to my boundaries. I had the right to my peace. I cut them off. Now, it wasn't easy because my dad's getting old. And my dad is pretty much like, you know, I just wanted my family together. Well, you should have thought about that when y'all did that fuck shit. And you're like, he was like, you know, all at the end of the day, all you have is family. And I'm like, okay. I wouldn't bet on y'all if y'all were the last people on earth. But that's neither here nor there. But that was the hardest choice I ever had to make was to cut them off like cold turkey. You know, I still speak or whatever. But outside of that, don't invite me to shit. I ain't inviting you you to shit. Hi, bye. Please don't die. (laughs) Okay. So, the next exercise is I was most happy when so I will come back to that on next week's episode or I think I'm gonna do two episodes so this might comes out on Saturday and then I'm gonna release another one on Monday so I'll probably text him to talk about that one in the next episode I hope that everyone has a great 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 weekend be safe Eat if you're drinking, have some, you know, have some if you're eating. Jesus, if you're drinking, stay hydrated. You know, my grandmother always told me never get drunk enough to where you don't know what your way home. That's like one of the staple things for me. And um, so let's close out this letter. If I've ever mistreated my soul. It was out of fear of the greatness that I am. This is my apology and my dedication to work and be a better person and to bring my soul more to the forefront. May 2019 be full with my soul journey being filled with love, light, and peace. Yours truly, E.